0: Mem Gimel, today we're learning page 43 of Torah, er, and we're going to start actually with the beginning of the beer, which is on Pe- Daf Mem Base, the last column. This is an explanation on the main, previous Maimur, which discussed why the Hanukkah is lit on the left, not on the right. Most mitzvahs are on the right, and the source is put on the right. The basic explanation is that most mitzvahs are about elevating up towards Hashem, and therefore that involves love and yearning and positive emotions. Whereas Hanukkah Maneirah is about bringing light even into the place of darkness. And that involves gevura, concealment, struggle, and therefore it's on the left. So now this moment begins with, again, noting that mitzvahs are about elevating up, whereas Torah is about descending down. And uh, how do we uh, bring them together? So imagine if you have someone standing at the, t- at the top of the stairs and someone else standing at the bottom. So they come together through bo- what the one at the top walking down, the one at the bottom walking up. So the explanation is uh, we'll understand through first uh, describing the uh, impetus for creation in different ways. So Hashem created the world, but where does that come from? In other words, is that something... from a deep-set desire within or something more external. So in one passage, it says, <laughs> whatever Hashem wanted, he did, which implies it's a deep-set desire and, and creation comes straight out of that desire. Whereas in another passage, it says, <laughs> with the word of Hashem, heaven was created, which implies it's just a word. He says it. And like we have the Asarim Amaris, the 10 utterances, Hashem said, let there be light. It was light. Let there be uh, the, the sky. And it wasn't the sky. Etc. So it's just something he said, but something more external. So now, when uh, when uh, we talk the when we talk about the creation of the actual items the khamem their, their material mm-hmm. their being so that comes from dibber because uh gashmis physicality it's it's very sort of uh, coarse uh, in the scheme of worlds mostly which are mostly spiritual and and totally beyond much more uh, in sync with godliness and so the the uh, material the chimer of creation that comes from uh dibber from hashem's speech whereas the tzura the form that comes from hashem's desire so now the the pasuk says "Ma <laughs> hashem how uh, many how how are your works hashem so they were all made with wisdom now, so that uh, implies that chachma is uh, the wisdom is what creates the world. Chachma is the highest of the ten spheres. Now, chachma relates to gevura, to uh, discipline and uh, limitation, and that's because uh, chachma is the beginning of uh, division. And when you uh, think and understand, you differentiate between different uh, things. And uh, the divide each form and each picture into into its details. Now, the source of Chachmah itse- it itself is from beyond Chachmah. Uh, the, uh, the source of Chachmah is from what's called by de the the uh, dark uh, light, which uh, is uh, a which uh, in- introduces the concept of measure and limitation uh, to Hashem's light. And uh with, with in Chachma, uh that in Choch, so although it's, it's so its source is in, is from a is from what is called this dark lights, so in other words, a place of concealment. But Chachma itself is is a is a revelation of Hashem. Uh and therefore, though it has many details, uh, which details come from kavura but still all the details are uh united, are at one. And this is like when you have an idea. You can think about it in one second and the idea can include many different uh, parts and many different, uh, uh, you know, concepts and and items that you you sort of see it all in your mind at once, the whole idea at once. But then when you want to explain it in words, it might take you a long time to explain what you saw in in a second or what you thought, the, the idea that came to you like that in a flash. So similarly with Chokhmah, that it yes, it has a lot of details, but it's they're still united. But once they come, it comes into speech, then each one becomes a separate uh, point, and uh, that's actually what happens in the Ten Mamaris, that it divides creation into these uh, different parts, and. <laughs> The, uh, t- the, there's the, uh, the number of memoirs of utterances to do with creation is 10, uh, because it doesn't specify into every little detail, it just gives 10. It just Hashem only mentions specifically in the Asar 10 general creations. Next paragraph. The reason is bec- uh, that with speech, uh, what it, what it, when you divide, uh, uh, when you mention details in speech, uh, that makes it, uh, each detail into a yesh, into an existence for itself, because with uh, with chachma, chachma is one with uh, Hashem's unlimited light, and therefore that wouldn't allow the the idea of a yesh of a something independent, only when it gets when as the light evolves down towards Malchus, which is speech, mm. that's when they, that's when the uh, the uh, creations become independent. Uh, because Malchus is uh, the end of Atzilus. Atzilus is the world where everything is at one with Hashem, and Malchus is what creates. It's the 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 uh, source of uh, the lower worlds of Bria, Bria, et etc. But even though now they're, in, they're they exist as independent creations, but still Hashem uh, Hashem is still involved and and uh, directing all of them, and that's also the concept of Malchus Kingship that the, the King is in charge and instructs the subjects. And therefore, it's this is now the level of Bito hayesh atzilus is bital that their their whole existence is, is, is totally not nullified. There is only Hashem. Whereas bital hayesh means they exist, but they serve Hashem and they they submit to Hashem. So they are an independent existence that then submits back to Hashem, and that's what malchus can achieve within the worlds of biyah. And that's what we mean, we say, we say this in Vayi David, uh, this passage is quoted, that uh, the, the uh, hosts of heaven bow to Hashem, meaning that although they're in Biyah, in but they they uh, bow to Hashem. And we see this with the sun and the moon and the constellations, that they're all going towards the west, which is the idea of bowing to Hashem, bowing to the Shechin in the west. And this uh, bitol is introduced to them through the higher uh, energy within creation, which is from chaf- chafetz, from Hashem's desire. Uh, that that is enclosed that that idea of chafetz, uh, chafetz, that Hashem uh, desires the world. <clears throat> Uh, that represents a light from beyond, a light of keser, a light of Ein uh, it. In, but it encloses itself in Chachmah. And then Chachma introduces this bit, this uh, nullification to creation, even as it comes from Malchus. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, whatever is below receives from what is higher. So Malchus receives this uh, uh, this pittel uh, from Chachma. Now the uh, the while well the, the Gentiles say that uh, that they 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 relate Hashem as elohim as the God within nature. And therefore, sins now Hashem and and the God within uh, limitation symptom that only uh, only gives uh, w- the world the uh, the energy and and only relate Hashem only relating to the world according to what they can take. So that so from that level, um, then that's the way it is. That there can't be more light of Hashem, more godly energy uh, introduced into the world beyond what, the original. Uh, Light that was given with creation, because it would be too much for for created the created beings. But that that the Yidden relate to Hashem Havaya, the God, had the Name of Hashem beyond nature, and uh, that's what the passive means. I know uh, that Hashem is great. What does this possibly mean? That ani uh, I is malchus uh, the uh, the the uh, which is uh, the source of the um, the souls of the Jewish people, Knesset Yisrael, and Knesset Yisrael knows the Jewish collective knows uh, about hava Hawaii, uh, havaya's greatness and havaya's Hashem as he is beyond nature. Uh, and over to the top of Mem Kimmel, and, uh, and that that is that godliness beyond nature dominates over Elikim. Whereas Pari says, I don't know about Havai, I don't know about Hashem beyond nature. All I can relate to Pari saying is, Hashem within nature. And therefore, Hashem now left the earth. In other words, he can't get any more involved than the rules of nature. But this is of course not true because nature itself is unnatural. In other words, then the, like it says in Shayya Munna, that the natural state of being is that there should be only Hashem. The fact that at every moment the world exists as a separate entity is because of constant creation. Hashem has to prop it up again and again every moment. And therefore it's more unnatural than water going up instead of down, like what what happened with Kriyas Yamsuf, with the splitting of the sea, that there had to be a wind constantly blowing it and keeping the the water up as walls to let the Bnei Yisrael, the Israelites, cross. And the same thing with the world, that it needs to be constantly recreated. Uh, And so although the uh, Goyem say they only relate to el uh, but the truth is that, also, that whatever Hashem desired, and he used the name Havaya, he made. That this is a unification of Havaya together with the or in other terms, like we say in L'Shem Yechud, before Bar Shamar, it's a unification of Kud Shabrihu, the Holy One, blessed be He, which is the Havaya, uh, God's light beyond nature, uh, with Shina, which is uh, Hashem as he is manifest within nature and within wills. And this is this uh, unification happens through shame havaya being drawn down into shame elikim, and that nullifies the yesh, the independent existence and and then makes makes it obviously one with Hashem. Now there are two ways that havaya and elikim can unite: either havaya going down to elikim, and this is called shilu havaya belikim havaya. um, Fitting into <coughs> into Elachim. and then, like you see in some Siddurim, uh, you know they have a more Kabbalistic bent. That it when it says Hashem's name, it, it mixes the uh, adnay and Havaya or Elokim and Havaya. So here we have Elokim first, and then Havaya, then Yudkevavkev. So Aleph, then Yud, then Lamed of Elokim, and then the Hay etc. Uh, so, there we have Elikim first. Or the other system is where well, Elikim goes up to Hashem. And then the main place is Hashem. In other words, the name uh, Hashem's energy beyond nature, then that is first. Then you'll first of the Yud of Havaya, then the Aleph of Elikim, then back to the Hay of Havaya, then the Lamed of Elikim. Because then the primary uh, identity is Shem Havaya. Now, the advantage. There's there's an advantage of when Elokim goes up to Havaya, because uh, because if when Havaya comes down to Elokim, so then there's it's going into the world, the realm of Tzimtzum, where there's contraction and concealment. But when Shemilah goes up, rises beyond to Shem Havaya, so then it's going to into a place of uh, unlimitedness and therefore that that is the greater way in this context halal elevating up it, it, it brings to a greater light of hashem than hamshachah then uh hashem's unlimited light coming down now like we've been we've explained on previous days previous stuff in in the previous, in the moment where this is based on as well, that ner mitzvah, ter er, so the mitzvah is halah, uh, is uh, halos, going up to Hashem, uh, taking a physical item and bringing it up to Hashem, revealing the holiness. Whereas uh, ter er, ter is dictating how the world should be according to Hashem's plan, in other words, bringing Hashem's light down into the world. So we can understand this through understanding the concept of letters. Letters are a strange thing because on one hand we use letters to convey an idea, but on the other hand they just come out of us naturally. We don't. When we play music, you have to plan where you want to, uh, which notes you're trying to make, and therefore uh, whatever instrument it is, whether it's a violin or a piano, whatever it is, you have to touch in the right places and you know, or blow, you know, holding the right places uh, in order to. Uh, produce that sound but with letters we don't have to do that whatever we want to say automatically our mouth moves to that in that uh shape to produce that letter and that's because letters uh they the idea of the letter is sejo but the in other words the ideas that you want to convey through this uh combination of letters and words but the concept of making a sound automatically that comes from beyond uh, the beyond one's regular uh, tense Ferus because uh, it, it's it's sort of it just happens and it's it's this sort of power from beyond that we we can't uh, describe and we don't know how it works. Uh, so now within letters, there's uh, letters of our thought and letters of our speech because even when we think there's letters there as well. And the letters of thought relate to the sphere of Bina, where, which understanding, which is development of an idea, whereas the letters of speech relate to Malchus, which Malchus is about giving over to other, allowing for the idea of an other. Now, speech uh, uh, speech above is more internal than speech below in the physical world, and therefore the speech above is like our thoughts. And so, therefore, when the malachim speak, that's like us thinking. <sighs> and uh, then you have at even higher levels, you have even higher speech and higher thoughts. Now, the the uh, re- source of the revelation of letters and words is in chachma. Like uh, Uncleus translates the pasuk, "Vehi right adam nafshicha'ed," the person became alive; Adam was uh, created. Unkelos translates it, Nefesh Chaya is a spirit which can talk, a soul which can talk. So that comes from the, uh, uh, and Chaya, the level of the Neshama, Chaya relates to Chachma, uh, because uh, we had uh, Nefesh is, mal- is related to Malchus, Ruach is related to Midas, uh, Neshama related to Binah, Chaya related to Chachma, and then Yechida is, is uh, beyond, is the in but although this is where letters come from, that's not the, that's not the uh, original source. The original source, the hidden source is beyond, is keser. And that's the idea that we just put our mouth automatically into the place we want, whereas the the content of our words, that comes from chachma. Um, and uh, chachma is really where the subconscious is revealed. So therefore, within spherus, the one closest to chachma is... The one closest to Keser is uh, Chachma. The one closest to the beyond is Chachma because like we've explained on previous uh, days in Dafim, that Chachma is when you just let your subconscious talk. You have a memory. You have an idea. So the the, dreams, these things come from within without you actively processing and therefore they're they're, they're the truest to Keser. And uh, therefore uh, the, the... M- main source of uh, the letters is from beyond seichel, beyond intellect, but then they come into intellect in order to think, uh, because the uh, in order to convey an idea you need words, even in your mind, even when you think, not only when you speak, you need words, uh, in, 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 and we think in different in whatever language we normally uh, think in or speak in. But the letters are not only intellect, uh, because uh, you and because, like we said before, but that uh, they've got a higher source. But also because you can convey the same idea with different words, and different uh, people will each convey the same idea in their own style, like we see. Even within commentaries on Gemara, that Tosfos and the Ran might say the same thing, but each will say it in their own words, based on their uh, inner style. And uh, the an, ex- an example of this that, in other words, this idea that you could have something which involves the mind, but that's not all of this. Uh, it, it's 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 got it involves. Uh, it's it has a part, but it's not it's not the essence. So in Hasidus, it talks about uh, the I, the idea of uh, of uh, having a child or bearing a child. So uh, the uh, so this it, it, how the zera comes from the mind and then goes goes down until the uh, the, uh, the person fathers a child. So the the um, in order to do this, the, the uh, boy has to mature. And have this ability and besides that there's also other external uh influences like for example what he what he eats uh that has an impact and, and uh, other things but still although what what he eats can have an impact but the the uh, food doesn't have this power of uh, procreation uh the the power of procreation is from within and starts from the mind go and go, then goes down so the same thing uh, with letters that they really are beyond intellect, uh, but but intellect helps them. It helps foster them, uh, like uh, like uh, this uh, food, which helps foster you know being healthy, etc. And and eating and uh, certain foods in particular uh, are cause uh, more more zero. And, uh, but they're not the actual, the actual thing comes from, 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 not from the food, but from the, the, uh, the from within the person. So, uh, the same thing with the letters, they also, they're beyond sechol, they're beyond intellect, although the intellect uh, has a part in them. And this explains the cryptic statement. It's the, the, uh, the Mara says that Matat ties crowns. He creates crowns for Hashem from the tefillas, from the prayers of the Jewish people. So what's it saying here? It's saying that when the letters of prayer go up to Hashem, so they're, they're uh, carried out by Malach and by the angels. This Matat is one of the uh, 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 angels, one of the important angels. And you have different angels that are in charge of receiving prayers in different chambers, And then it it says that the um, malach kisses the uh, words of the prayer. And the concept of kissing is uh, when the uh, air from within the body, from within the mouth, um, coming out into what is kissing. So uh, similarly, the malach adds, uh, adds spirit adds, and adds uh, its air to the, the prayers of the Jewish people, and this lifts the prayers from human speech into angelic speech, which, like we said before, that the speech, Dibber in higher worlds is like our machshava, our thought, and then it can, the tefillah continues to elevate uh, from world to world. And this is the idea of making crowns, uh, meaning that lifting up our prayers until the source in Keser in the uh the uh, hashem's unlimited light and what and this this idea of bringing up the the Phyllis to the highest point is uh is because the the uh words, of uh, the whole, like we gave the example of, of how words, the source of words is beyond intellect, although they have an idea in them. So uh, with the tefillah, what we're trying to do is also to to connect to the beyond. And uh, like, for example, when we say rotsen, these are powerful words. What does rotsen mean? That Hashem had one plan. He wanted to, he thought, he, Hashem says, okay, this is the right way going forward. And then we say, Yahiratza, um, God, can you please create another desire? Can you please want something else uh, that we say, Yahiratza, and uh, to uh, bring down a new desire from uh, uh, that, that uh, comes into worlds? And uh, although uh, there was logic and there was reason to say, okay, well, you're actually not going to receive this blessing uh, and uh, hardship is uh, for a reason, it's for a purpose. But still, we're asking for a new Ratsa and a new desire from beyond, which is in a place beyond gevura, beyond the need for severity and, and din, and instead, just to, in keser, there's there's uh, there's no severity. There's uh, the yudkim ulmedesah rachamim, the thirteen attributes of mercy, and we want to uh, tap in to there, that place where there's only mercy and only on Hashem's unlimited light. Okay, next paragraph. Now, this concept that we've explained about letters—that they have the ideas you're trying to convey, which are within hishalschus, within the chain of worlds—but the concept of letters themselves, that you just put your mouth automatically in the right place, is beyond his, beyond uh, one's uh, spheres. So this this helps us understand about the mitzvah and Torah. So mitzvah. Uh, is compared to a lamp. Now, a fire only burns when you have air. So besides the uh, the wick and the fuel and the fire itself that we explained previously, uh, previously there's also the air. Without air, the, the fire will go out. And uh, this air relates to letters. Now, although in terms of the four foundational elements, we've got fire, air, water and earth so fire is considered the highest the most spiritual then air then water and then earth so though fire is higher than air but in its source air is the highest and uh like like we we see with Yaakov that when Yaakov came uh to uh to the Haramaria when he was on his way to Lava and he said how awesome is this place and uh, why did he say, Aw- awesome, noira? Noira is uh, uh, reverence and ya- Yaakov is uh, Tiferus. This would be more appropriate for Yitzchak to say. But the idea is that since Yaakov is the, the third and Avram is on the right, chesed, love and, love and kindness, Yitzchak is on the left, discipline, severity, Yaakov has to bring them together. Now, in order to bring them together, which is teferis, where you bring together chesed and gvor, in order to do that, you have to be hiding both of them, to, to tap into a light beyond both of them. And that's what Yaakov did. And this is also similar to um, air. That air represents the memutza, the, uh, the, the medium which links together the two sides, the right and the left. So on the right we have chachma, Chesed, and Netzach. Chachma is the original idea, which is just coming out from the subconscious. And then Chesed is again going out, expressing yourself, giving. And then Netzach is that uh, even when there are obstacles, you're just going to plow forward. You're going to do it anyway. And then we have on the left we have Bina, which is thinking back into the idea that you had, uh, and, and and qualifying it, etc. So it's on the left. And Gvora, again, is restraint and discipline. And then also humility and holding back, not expressing yourself. So this is all on the left. And then when we want to bring them together, that is the middle uh, line. The middle line includes Kesa, which is uh, which is uh, beyond Chochman uh, Binot, it's, it's uh, this unlimited uh, godly energy. Then das which links intellect with emotions. Then you have tiferis, which puts together Chesed and Gvura. That all, it takes into account the concerns of Gvura, but still gives and expresses like Chesed. And then Yisod, which again, it takes into account both the Netzach's perspective and Hodes, both the plough forward and and let's do this in a very humble way and then and then takes them both together and then gives and uh gives what uh the uh sort of the uh decision so that's all the middle line and in order to have the middle line the middle line actually starts with keser which is beyond and uh that and that's connected to Avir air which Avir is made up of the word er light, together with an extra yud. That yud is uh, this is uh, the concealment is represents concealment. Like we know that yud is symptom. It's the smallest letter, so represents limiting light. Uh, and that uh, that brings that that brings down the light to actually to actually shine. Uh, like letters, that letters themselves mean nothing; they're concealment. But they, when you put them together, then the idea can come through. So the same thing: air, air is represents a concealment. It's got this yud in it, but through it, it allows the fire to burn. So the air is, it's, it's a nothing, the state of nothing and, and concealment. But without it, there could be no fire. And this is uh, similar to near mitzvah terer. So mitzvahs uh, are like this fire, and they elevate all the way till uh, till Kesser, uh, till Hashem's unlimited the, the the seat of Hashem's unlimited energy. And in Kesser, you have six hundred and twenty uh, pillars that uh, that link uh, Hashem's unlimitedness with the with the world within within creation and, and phys- uh, physical world. And that's the concept of Yaakov that can link the highest levels with the lowest with the lowest levels. And, it, and therefore, Yaakov is compared to a rope. Like the Apostlech says, that Yaakov is the rope of his inheritance. The idea of a rope is that it, it connects the highest with the lowest. And similarly, with the mitzvahs, so the mitzvahs elevate whatever item is used in the mitzvah to, to keset Hashem's unlimited light, and from there to receive um, more light, and that's the idea of the, terra, uh, the light of terra which then shines down. Now, terra is called Marshal Camoni, the uh, original, um, the Marshal the original parable. The idea of a parable is to explain the concept in a simpler way. Now, it says about Shlomo that he had 3,000 Mishalim, 3,000 parables. Simply, each parable was on a separate topic. But at a higher level, the the Mishalim, all 3,000 of them were to explain one concept. Why? Because Shlomo was 3,000 levels beyond the people. So therefore, there are 3,000 steps, each one a little bit more Uh, sort of uh, course and a a little bit closer to the physical reality in order for it to get down to us. And uh, that's because uh, Shlema's wisdom reached, the end of Atsilus, as it shines into the world's and therefore since there are these three worlds that Shlema has to bring down, Hashem's light, till to, to explain it at the at the level of the bottom of Asiya. So there's three worlds. Each world can be divided into ten spheres. So those ten can be divided into ten, and those ten into ten. Therefore, you have really three thousand levels. And Shlomo was able to to bring down Hashem's light to explain it, so that it can be revealed throughout all these three thousand levels. Uh, now. Malchus itself is, uh, as it stays in Attilos is rochakaydech, is uh, uh, to get this uh, divine inspiration, uh, and then even beyond Malchus, there's Netzach and Heil, which is the seat of prophecy, and and that's why there are so many. It, so, so, there are so many interpretations uh, to Torah. It says there are six hundred thousand explanations for every possible Torah, and in every po- every po- uh, sentence of prophecy. And uh, that's uh, that's because they all come from Atsilus. Uh mm-hmm. But even within the worlds of Priya, Itzirah, within the worlds of creation, so you still have uh, three thousand levels. Because as we said, each world is divided into three times a thousand and Shlomo was able to understand and explain at each one of these 3,000 levels. Uh, but the truth is that even the Torah as it is in atsilos is not the uh, ultimate Torah either, uh, but it's just a module compared to Torah as it is within Hashem's unlimited self. Over the page. And uh, which uh, Torah is one with Hashem, just like it says that the, that uh, Yisrael, uh, Yisrael, because that the Jewish people and Hashem are all one. The same thing with Torah that I raise in because shebrechakolachad. So in order to bring down this unlimited energy, the, which is the original source of Torah, that's through ner mitzvah, which is ner mitzvah is the uh, avir, it's the, uh, the air around the fire. And uh, the mitzvahs lift up the item to Hashem, to Hashem meaning Hashem's unlimited uh, self. And this is like a carbon. The idea of a carbon is you take an animal and lift it up to Hashem and the same thing with any mitzvah, let's say with tefillin, where, where the parchment is a, a physical thing, and then we lift it up to Hashem, make it holy. So, so what we have we have is we have a physical item being included in, Hashem's, uh, in Hashem and in, in spirituality, and that's what we mean when we say in the bracha, before doing a mitzvah, Hashem has sanctified us through his mitzvah, so that the mitzvah sanctify us and the world. Now, the mitzvahs also then bring down Hashem's light. So they do actually both halal, lifting up Hashem, and hamshacha bring down. But Torah is, ex- ex- is exclusively hamshacha bring Hashem's light down. And that's why you- we use the expression kaira v'taira, reading Torah. But kaira also means to call uh, because you- you're calling out to someone else who's outside of you. Uh that but when you call, you're calling to uh, uh, you so uh, that 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 is Terah, but uh, and but through the uh, proceeding uh, with the mitzvah, which mitzvahs elevate up to Hashem, so then afterwards, Terah is brought down. This is what we're asking for when when we say you that uh, Hashem's name should be blessed. Like we say, that Hashem's great name should be blessed because Hashem himself is, when we talk about Yudkei Vavkei, that name of Hashem, it's in Zah, in the midst of Atzillus, but the name is always lower. The name is as it goes down and relates to others. Therefore, the name of Hashem, when we say, um, is uh, in Malchus and uh but when we say the great name like the possek says uh when we when we talk about uh uh we we, we talk about god uh, or in kadish Shmei rabo's great name so this great name is uh is uh, kesar is the uh, Malchus beyond worlds uh so that's Hashem's unlimited light uh, and and when and therefore we say that I should, therefore it's it's a, it's of course in the singular we say blessed in singular uh, because we're talking about the world of oneness Atzilus is the world of oneness and certainly beyond Atzilus and this is also what we mean when we talk about and we quoted this in the in the previous maima that Hashem. Uh, that Hashem uh, shakes his shakes his head. He nods his head. That the idea of nodding the head is bringing down from Kesser, bringing down from beyond. And when so when we uh, say the Kaddish after Agarata, so then Hashem nods his head. Uh, so this is so uh, representing bring down this energy from beyond from Kesser. And uh, Agada, in particular, the uh, the uh, stories and uh, within and uh, the uh, Agada within uh, Torah, it, it has the most of the secrets of Torah hidden in it, like that result says. And then when we say the Kaddish after Agada, so then Hashem shakes his head. But if someone just learns, then uh, it, it just brings Hashem's light onto him but when you have a minion learning together. So then we bring them down a more general light. Now, with, with all this explanation, we can come back and explain about why Hanukkah is on the left, although Mezuzah is on the, light, because, on the right, because Mezuzah is a mitzvah, they, and therefore it is about elevating up to Hashem, and we want to elevate the house and, and everything in it, it should all be uh, beca- be lifted up to Hashem. And therefore, in Mezuzah, we write about Vahafta, how we should love Hashem. With uh, with with all our heart and all our soul, so all our heart is uh, davening with our heart, all our soul is with Torah. That we, we through Torah we unite our, our thought with Hashem's thought, our speech with Hashem's speech, and Hashem speaks through us. And then with all our might. This refers to, refers to one's possessions and money, and therefore we we what we're doing is we're elevating one's house. And all his possessions Tashem. and that therefore that's on the right with it's all with love, whereas Hanukkah menorah is on the left, which uh, Hanukkah is linked to Tyra, the Yavanim, the Greeks. Their battle was against Chachma of Tyra, and therefore we put the menorah the uh, by the opening to the house outside, because uh, the opening of the house opening is uh, is a hint to Malchus. Uh, and uh, it, it it says about Aaron that um, that Bezoz yava with this Aaron will come into the Holy, and uh, so th- this also refers to th- uh, with the with this is with the is also Malchus, and and uh, like you use the door to go in and out, just like it says Aaron comes in. And what we want to do is then not only bring Hashem's light into Malthus, but bring Hashem's light into the worlds of Biyar where there's separation and independent existence, uh, like the Pasuk says in Shir Hashirim, even on uh, Haribasar and the faraway mountains, to bring Hashem's light even there into a place of separation and darkness. And this is all on the left, uh, f- uh, fighting through concealment and all these struggles, and therefore this was in the time of the second base of Migdash, that the second base of Migdash is also related to Givorah. Um, as opposed to the first base of Migdash with Chesed, and uh, therefore this was achieved, this uh, flowering of, uh, of Hanukkah and flowering of Terah was achieved in the second base of Migdash on the left where we're bringing Hashem's light down into a place of darkness. This concludes the Mimer beer on Ner miss smell.